It's just after 8 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind, visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready, because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. Ah, yes, it does on a Fat Tuesday. Look, I know Fat Tuesday traditionally was last week in Nolens, but are you kidding me? Every Tuesday is a Fat Tuesday right here at SportsX Radio. KT Live, PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. No place I'd rather be here on a Tuesday night. And March Madness, baby, is upon us. Starting tomorrow is actually March, but we already have college basketball conference tournaments going on. Rob Rishi in studio, always last Tuesday of every month. Producer Mark Hoke, fresh off taking KT to Samstown and Impact Wrestling, KT's first live card. Had a great time with Mark and his daughter Amanda on Sunday night. And, uh, yeah, definitely uh, I hit a new low, I think, that night. It was great. And uh, really enjoyed, though, Jay Vidal, who was in studio, was uh, all over that card, man. It was just uh, – he was there. He was If he wasn't actually in the ring, he was right there on the sidelines for several of the matches. And uh, really good stuff. So we'll get into that a little bit. Roxy Bernstein will join me. Final two segments of the show in hour number two. He'll come on at about 925. Rob Rishi in studio, hour number one. PSBR Law Studios is where we are. PSBR Law, the best in personal injury. Folks, you may not need that number now here in the Vegas Valley, but you may need it in the future. Brian Panish, of course, senior partner, Panish, Shea Boyle, and Ravaputi. Longtime Southern California you know, firm, and uh, Brian, the senior partner there. But very, very successful. Over $3.5 billion in verdicts and settlements the last decade for their clients. Strength by your side, the relentless pursuit of justice, now here in the Vegas Valley for their fourth year. So you got the 702 down for the Vegas area code, 830-9353, PSBRlaw.com. Go check out their website, and uh, hopefully, like I said, Brian Panish, his schedule will lighten up just a little bit, and we'll be able to start getting him back in on, you know, whether it's the Panish perspective or uh, get him or Raul Ravaputia does a lot of the work here in the Vegas Valley, start getting these guys in studio or on the PSBR Law Hotline. Lots going on, college basketball, NBA, of course. You know, I don't want to say second half underway, but the uh, after the All-Star break, 
part of the season is going right now, and there are three games still going. Tied at 88, Spurs at Utah against the Jazz. Five minutes to go, fourth quarter, all knotted up. 53-51, T-Wolves lead the Clippers. Minute 54 to go, second quarter in La La Land, and Warriors getting pummeled at home. Is Dane Lillard having another one of these out-of-body experiences? 63-46, 55 seconds left in the second quarter. Lillard, of course, coming off that 71-point effort. He is fabulous, and I loved watching him. At where did he go to college? Mark Hoke? Dame Lillard? Come on. Mark Hoke is uh, he's, he's thinking. He's not sure. He Come on now. This is like you throwing all this music at me with, you know, Mark Hoke spinning the hits. Uh, Damian Lillard. You can't what? You can't. You, okay. So, all right. Yeah. Okay. So, so throw me. Throw me. You're, oh, you're not ready. Oh, you're not ready because you didn't look it up on Google. Okay. Anyway, it's uh, Weaver State, but I'm sure Mark knew that. Mark very much in tune with the sports. Great show last night on the Monday show, of course, with, uh, you know, Fish Fane is out for a little bit. So stepping in right there on the on-deck circle, Jose Volante and uh, Ian Bradford did an outstanding job with Mark Hoke. And after uh, coming out of that wrestling over there at Samstown where they had a couple uh, three-man tag teams, and when I say man, it could be men and women, and then they had a six Man team, it's crazy, like the last one, like the climactic ending to that uh, Impact Wrestling card, No Surrender, three days over there at Samstown. So, uh, but good show last night, and uh, we'll keep things rolling here on a Fat Tuesday. Again, going to get with Rob in just a sec. Just want to get a few scores, and I'll give you all the finals at the top of hour number two. So at 9 o'clock on the dot, you'll get all the NBA, all the NHL, and the college basketball. College game's going right now, and a big one in the Mountain West. Bigger for Boise State than for San Diego State. San Diego State's already in there. They're going to make the tournament, no matter how they do in the Mountain West Conference tournament here in Vegas, they're going to make the big dance. But Boise State, they're not in yet. They were trailing 57-50 on their home court to San Diego State, but they're on a run 14-3 on the Aztecs. They lead San Diego State now 64-60 with 39 seconds left in regulation. So we'll keep an eye on that one again. Big game for Leon Rice and the Boise State Broncos. And you may have laid the uh, two and a half points too. So we'll keep an eye on that for you as well out there. Uh, just gone final. Tennessee just beat Arkansas. Nice effort there by Rick Barnes' crew by 18 big ones in Knoxville, 75 57. Uh, Texas A&M, they are up eight with five seconds to go. They were minus five in Oxford against Ole Miss. So we'll keep an eye on that one as far as the spread. But it looks like Buzz Williams and the Aggies have a win. Mississippi State had to gut it out against South Carolina in Starkville. They were laying 16, only won it by six. Actually trailed this game with about five minutes to go by three. But they do get the win. And that A&M game now has gone final, 69-61. So if you laid the points with the Aggies, you're good to go there. Total was 136. Game stays under. Kansas, six seconds away. But they're only, and now it's showing 2.6. They're playing Texas Tech. If you have Kansas, you need this game to go into overtime because they're minus eight. They're only up by a deuce. So we'll keep an eye on this one as it rolls on down. Michigan State, I did have Sparty tonight. They were at Nebraska. I laid three, brought it down to three, went up to four and a half and closed there. Sparty was down by 17 in the first half. They cut it to 12 by intermission. They outscore Nebraska by 25 big ones in the second half. They have just uh, put it away there in Lincoln's 80-67. to 67. That is a final. Mountain West, New Mexico at the pit, leading Fresno State 29-23. Still 8.08 to go in the first half. And the only game let, left to go will be in San Jose, another Mountain West conference game with Colorado State. The Rams are taking on the Spartans at San Jose. San Jose State right now, the only game yet to tip off, minus 2.5 total, 137.5. And, and as I say that, they just tipped it off, and Colorado State has the first bucket of the game. So we'll keep an eye on all these games as they roll on through. Make sure there's no more 
uh, games going on. Okay, there are no more games as far as the tournaments because some of the smaller conference tournaments are underway as well. There are three hockey games still going. Arizona shutting out Chicago in Tempe. 3 nothing. the score there as the uh, Coyotes lead the Blackhawks. 2-1 to one, Boston has the lead 12:45 to go regulation third period against Calgary had a 2 nothing lead it's 2 to 1 right now and the San Jose Sharks first goal of the game they lead Montreal 1 nothing a minute 16 to go at the Shark Tank in the first period uh, but Roxy not at that game a lot of times he'll take his son who's a hockey player to the games in San Jose at the Shark Tank but he is going to be on SportsX Radio final segment. Now, Rob Rishi, of course, he's the best in the business as far as farmers insurance here locally in the Vegas Valley. And Rob's been coming on the show for a long time. He's been a great sponsor. So we mix a little insurance talk in there with sports, keep you updated on things that are changing in the insurance world. And Rob, of course, is a big baseball guy. If you know his background, if you've been listening to SportsX Radio, he bleeds red. He loves his St. Louis Cardinals, also a Missouri guy. So he loves Mizzou. That's his, uh, that's his college team. But he leans towards the Vegas Golden Knights and some of the other teams. Now, he grew up a St. Louis Blues fan, so he got the cup a couple years ago. So he's happy there. But he's a a Vegas Golden Knights guy. Uh, The best in farmer's insurance, again, 193 East Warm Springs Road Suite 101. And that's right there in the Vegas Valley uh, down off Gillespie. And Rob will explain where that is. But phone number? You know the 702-335-5744, 335-5744. We always give Rob a little homework at the uh, end of each month. You know, he comes in every last Tuesday, and we say, Rob, you cannot come back unless you get at least two new listeners, and I need their sports team, favorite sports team, and their favorite band or musician. And Rob Rishi, I don't know, man. I, I haven't asked you, and I didn't even give you, like, a little reminder, so I'm hoping you did your homework First off, great to have you back, Rob, on the uh, final day of February, the 28th, and that final Tuesday as it falls. Great to see you, my man. Good to be, good to be here, Ken. Thank you. And, and I did my homework, and I got an A as usual. I uh, got two new listeners. They're You're few- grading that on your curve, of course. Oh, probably an A+, plus, but I, I'm tough <laughs> on myself. But um, two new listeners who are going to be future customers of mine, uh, uh, husband and wife Joseph and Roxy Donahue. Die-hard Philadelphia Philly fans. Okay. So it was it was fun when they were in my office. We we're talking about the days of, you know, Gary Templeton versus Larry Boa. And what about uh, Steve Carlton? I mean, the guy that oh, was, yeah. was a Philly it, and a Cardinal. Come absolutely, on, absolutely. But no, die-hard Philly fans. Uh, music. I, I I did ask them. I I did use the verbiage rock band, and Joseph uh, was the four tops. Okay. Good and uh, Roxy just flat out said, "I like the oldies." So uh, we'll we'll leave it at that. They're they're uh, Philly fans, so uh, we'll we'll leave it at that. But well, gr- you know, you know, KT right here was born in Reading, and of course, Reading, Pennsylvania, uh, the Reading Phillies for years right. and years. And uh, my grandmother and grandfather on my mom's side, big Philly. I mean, they were Philly fanatics before the Philly fanatic exactly. even came into existence. Exactly, and what a dominating, uh, great, great history. Great, bo- both teams, Cardinals and the Phillies. Great, great history in the National League. All right, so lots going on now. You're a big baseball guy. How many fantasy leagues will Rishi be in this year? You know, believe it or not, only only two in what? baseball. Baseball's a little different. It's, uh, let's call it a little more labor-intensive. There's 30. Uh, you start 30 players. Or, I'm sorry, you draft 30 players. You start 23 in most leagues. and um, So it's different than football. And um, But, you know, it, it, it's exciting. It's fun. It, it, again, it's different. It, what's nice about it is there's usually a game every day, so it gives you a reason to watch the you know the pirates and uh, the A's, for for example. If we were in Florida, you'd be you'd be all over that spring training, right? You're, sure. you're into it. Sure, ex- exactly. No, and it's an intimate setting. 
down there in the, the spring training game. So it's exciting. And um, but uh, yeah, fa- fantasy baseball a lot different than fantasy football because you've got basically offense and pitching, uh, whereas fantasy football is pretty much about all the offense. All right. So real quick, just uh, I, I know it's just spring training and whatnot, but of course our producer Mark Hoke, big time Orioles guy, right? And we were kind of talking about. It kind of shocked me. I looked up and and uh, the headline reads Orioles and uh, whoever they were playing today. They uh, they played the last the bottom of the ninth with no umpire. And I was just like, Are you kidding me? No umpire for uh, the bottom. And so all of a sudden I'm thinking, Wait, do we really need umpires? They're on the. It was the Orioles and the Pirates. They play and the uh, Orioles were trailing seven to four. But it's great. You look and you see the highlights. And there it is, Pittsburgh, like throwing the ball in, and or or the I, 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 maybe Pittsburgh was up, and uh, it was just classic because the catcher was responsible for calling the balls and strikes. So kind of like you know when we're growing up, and you're like, all right, you, you you trust the catcher, you know, because you're even though he's on the other team, you're feeling like all right, he's got the best view of whether or not it's a strike as it comes by. And every now and then you'll get in a little argument if it's a usually if it's a close game or whatnot, but. Uh, Mark Hoke, do we need umpires? I mean, the robotic umpires, do we need them, or are we just going to go with the honor system here? Uh, I think we're still going to need them, but it w- that that was pretty interesting. I mean, they just wanted to get some playing time in right. you know, and wrap the game up. But, you know, what? it's funny you brought that up, Ken, because you know I Uber. Right. And I actually picked up a an umpire uh, about a week ago who does games up in uh, Pacific Coast League and got to ask him about what he thought about the robot umpires and everything, and he was all for it. There you and, go. And I also got to ask him about Angel Hernandez and the, shall we say, the disgust that came out of his mouth when I mentioned that name. Well, Angel was, Hernandez is the reason that we want to have robotic umpires. Absolutely, yeah. And but but it was, it was an interesting conversation. I was uh, he was he was doing a, a a tournament here in Vegas, and he lives here, but he does a lot of like Pacific Coast League games and stuff. But that was a that was kind of fun to pick a professional umpire's brain a little bit about what's going on with the umpiring in baseball and the, the, the pitch clock and a lot of changes this year. It's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, no doubt. And Rob, of course, you enjoy going to uh, the Aviators. Las Vegas Ballpark is outstanding. The best uh, AAA facility and maybe the best in all of minor league baseball is just a beautiful place to watch a ball game. And if you can get there before the weather gets real, real hot, it's just a great place to take in a game. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. And it's one of the um, diamonds in the rough in our city that people don't even think about. And it's just a, a phenomenal atmosphere. And, and, again, it's an intimate setting for baseball. And uh, it, it is interesting with the umpires. And it's kind of funny. In baseball, you rarely hear, eh, you know, the umps, can't beat the umps, can't beat the umps. But yet in football, you always hear, ah, can't beat the refs, can't beat the refs, can't beat the refs. So, I personally lean on the side. I like I like the umpires. I like the tradition of the game, and I, I'm very worried that baseball is losing a lot of its tradition, and I think that's the heart of the sport is the tradition. Um, so I, I'm a little skeptical on all these changes, so to speak. All right, so I gave you the uh, – we always use the Westgate Superbook lines and odds and uh, futures, and I gave you their Major League Baseball season win totals. The Cardinals were at 86 and a half. The Mets were at 94 and a half, and uh, of course, Mark Hoke's Orioles, 79 and a half, which is a, which is a big jump from last year. Hey! You know, 64 last year. What, what, what's the, uh, what's the uh, payout for the over there, buddy? 
Well, it pays, it's the same thing. What's, You're minus one, minus one seventy nine and a half. Yeah, but it's minus one ten both ways. That's it. That's it. Wow, that dropped. Mark, I, I look forward to making a friendly wager with you on that. And uh, oh, I'll, done. I'll, I'll let you know where you're going to take I, me to lunch. Well, I, I and I know what I'm going to bet you. <laughs> We're going to talk after the show. Sounds oh, good, Mark. Oh, look, look, all of a sudden, I see visions of uh, free insurance for for oh, Mark Hope. Uh, no, I had a better idea. Oh, better, better idea Sounds than good. free I, insurance. I trust me, it. trust me. You need insurance. I'm telling you. I mean, insurance. If if you if you can't work it out where you get. Good solid insurance through work, Rob. It, it gets it gets pricey in a lot of it's things. It's unbelievable, and I always educate people, and I think I've said it on the show. No matter where you work, please take advantage of their insurance benefits, whether it's health insurance, whether it's life insurance. Please do, and there's room for for both. Believe me. Um, especially with the life insurance, get what your p- company offers, but please get something else because no one is forever with the same company and or, or they retire or, or the company may not be around. So so please get it. I, I can't emphasize that enough because it's a group plan. It's probably a great right, rate, but don't just let that be your single policy. All right, so another thing too, because I see all these commercials and, you know, KT watching all the different channels like we all do, you know, Nickelodeon and... Well, uh, no, Nickelodeon's out now. The, the girls are old enough now. I, didn't, I no longer can use that excuse to, uh, uh, you know, watch those channels any longer. But, you know, life insurance, I see these commercials out there, whether you have a term or a whole policy that you can sell your policy to like a Coventry or, or you know, there's other outfits as well. Rob, talk to me a little bit about that as far as because, you know, I kind of I kind of cringe, you know, I guess if you have if you don't have any dependents at all and there's nobody in your life and and I guess you need money and there's no reason for you to have the policy, then then I get it. Uh, But other than that, you know, life insurance is pretty much a staple that you need to have. I've never understood those commercials. And I've said it a hundred times sitting on the couch with my wife when I see those commercials it's so ironic. Well, if you still have a policy and you're still alive, and now's a great time to get rid of it. It's the most ridiculous thing. I'm sure there are financial reasons beyond what I understand, but um, the, the reality is is you need life insurance, and you need it until you unfortunately pass away. And and I just don't get it. I don't understand. I to me, it's a ploy, and I hate using that word, but a ploy to get you to upgrade to a policy through them or, or something. So, yeah, I it it scratched my head. I, I don't get it. All right. Sportex Radio, we are here on a Fat Tuesday live PSBR Law Studios, 101.5 FM KDWN, streaming live on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Producer Mark Hoke, he's got his wrestling show Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here at KDWN as well. Live PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. You're listening to Sportex Radio. I'm Ken Thompson. We'll be right back. Needless to say, if you didn't know, Rob Rishi here on a last Tuesday of each and every month, and he is a big-time KISS fan. And there was actually a KISS cover band that was here in town uh, that I had a couple of friends go check out. I haven't heard their review as of yet. Uh, Mark Hoke, of course, uh, gave away a ton of tickets last week for not only the No Surrender Impact Wrestling uh, three-day weekend, but also 
Uh, Sergeant Slaughter joined him on his show this past Sunday, and Sergeant Slaughter will be one of many stars over there at the Vegas Toy Show. And Mark, word has it, you actually have some more tickets to give away. Yeah, we'll give them away at the next break. All right, so so brace yourselves with the... uh, But you can go buy them right now. Go to VegasToyShow.com, get to see... I mean, if you're a comic collector or a toy collector, this this convention is unreal. I've been to it before, and it is a blast. Plus, you got Sergeant Slaughter is going to be signing autographs and stuff, uh, photo ops. You've got Tom Wopat and uh, Tom Wopat and Catherine Bach from the Dukes, Dukes of, of Hazard. Yep. You've also got uh, let's see, also Eric Estrada from Chips and uh, Ron Perlman from Hellboy. I mean, it is, Peter Cullen from the Transformers. He's the voice of Optimus Prime. Chance to geek out a little bit and have a good time. So I think Rob Rishi should go. I think Rob Rishi should go. Now, Rob Rishi, I told him that you had a baseball trivia question dealing with stolen bases. And so you couldn't hear, but he said, I'm just trying to think of an Oreo that stole a base. Now, (laughs) hey, you know, you know who the the top two guys, the team that had the top two guys in the American League last year was? That was the Baltimore Orioles there, buddy. There you go, Reese. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. Must, so, must not have took had 140 them on, years. Must, must, not, must not have had them on your fantasy <laughs> well, team. There. Well, when you're hitting three run homers, you don't really need to steal bases. Do you? Uh, I was back in the uh, back in the day there with uh, uh, old Earl Weaver. They've they've had a couple guys. I'd have to go back and look. I know they've they've had some other guys that have. All right. So throw this trivia question this, at Reese. I got this. This is unreal. Okay. This is from, and I, I'm going to recommend following this account at okay. Codify Baseball on Twitter. Okay. Most MLB seasons, stealing at least one base without being caught at all. The record, 10. 10 seasons. So 10 straight seasons. Well, not straight seasons, but 10, and I apologize. Oh, 10, okay. 10 seasons, stealing at least one base without getting caught. All right, so it's somebody who, that had to play for Who did it? Well, the the thing is, is it's only one stolen base. That is correct. So it, it's... I mean, yeah, but one, one at least you had to do that at least ten times. Ten, so in other words, seasons he never got caught. Mark, is it a pitcher? Yes. Wow, that was good. I'm gonna Come go. On. I, I don't know go why. If he Gibson. gets this I'm right, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Greg Maddox. You are correct. Get out of here. That is a, what a pull. And he doesn't even have his phone. So what I, a pull. Wow. Nah, I, All right, Rishi, go home, man. Yeah. We're done. I'm out. Bye. That's it. In fact, we'll be like the Orioles Pirates. No umpires, no uh, broadcast. It's a, it's a walk-off, people. It. It's a walk-off. That was beautiful. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, a little logic there, but um, yeah. And I'll tell you what, Greg Maddox, and, and of course, he's, he lives here, or he lived here, um, what a what a pitcher! And if you look up in the dictionary, the definition of a pitcher, they'll show a picture of him because he has some amazing statistics. And I don't know all of them, but they're they're so the he he only had a three ball count on on so few of batters, and uh, the only guy he always struggled with was Tony Gwynn. But a lot of pitchers did. Yeah, but it, exactly, he was like that guy that you didn't want to play in a game of chess because right. he was three moves ahead of you. Right. He yep. was fabulous, and I got to I got to meet him last year at the uh, Vegas Golden Knights and Las Vegas Raiders, their annual charity softball game. And Maddox was there. And I, you know, I got a picture, a selfie there, and there's Maddox in the background. And I told him, I said, yeah, I'm a Mets fan, man, but uh, I did respect the hell out of you, Maddox. I mean, you were good. I mean, with the Braves, with the Cubs, you know, with so many different teams. But, you know, he was, he was studly with all of them. And, again, a Vegas product. But yes, he was a true pitcher. Identity of a pitcher. He, he didn't right? have the fastest fastball. He didn't have the greatest curve. 
He just knew how to pitch. Yeah, I, I, he didn't get the same outside corner that Glavin got. Smoltzy and, and, and Maddox were a little bit more, you know, they, they were pretty on the plate. Well, Glavin had an extra like three, four, five inches right. he got. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I struggle to think of a recent pitcher who just made it an art form as opposed to just being a bull out there than Greg Maddox. Correct. I mean, I, I, I really need to take a look at a list because Greg Maddox was just – if you if you kids out there that may be listening, one of the I don't know would you put him I'll probably put him in the top twenty. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Especially as as he got older, I mean, he didn't have an overpowering fastball at all. It wasn't even close. It was in the you know high eighties, like you know maybe ninety, and uh, but he would just keep you off balance. Had a, had one of the best changeups, and you know pretty good curveball, but those three pitches really kept you off balance, and he would outguess you most of the time. Exactly. Yeah, just unreal stuff that he had, and he, just very efficient. You know, he didn't he didn't need a hundred pitches. He'd get you done ninety and see you later. His performance was dominating, but he wasn't dominant. Right, and it was amazing. One of the smartest pitchers ever. So. Yeah, no, no doubt there. Uh, Preventative Diagnostic Center, of course, uh, Doctor John Pearson Company, the best in the Vegas Valley as far as prolonging lives and uh, getting you information that you need to know how your internal organs are doing. That's right. We're pretty fortunate. We've got the only scanner of its kind in the region that gives you early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart disease, lung disease, cancer. It is the Preventative Diagnostic Center. You can give a call now, leave a message, schedule that free educational consultation. Let them know Ken Thompson SportsX Radio sent you. I'm telling you, folks, you you got to do it. If you're demographically in the ages between 40 and 72 years of age, you got to go down and see Dr. John Pierce and his crew over there. Uh, they will get you the scan, and a few days later, you get a detailed report from a board-certified radiologist. You can get the heart CT scan and calcium score special that they've got going, and then they'll tell you how you can get your other organs scanned as well. Uh, the CT scan and calcium score is fantastic, especially, you know, the women. We understand that heart disease is the number one killer of women in this country. And for men, the, the Widowmaker blindsides a lot of you, and you never get a second chance. So why not at least have, get that peace of mind and know that your ticker is in good shape, that the arteries aren't all clogged up, or, guys, that that Widowmaker artery is not clogged up and that one heart attack could be the end of you. Heart CT, CT scan and calcium score, $600 value, $125. Your significant other, absolutely free. So the two of you get in there for $125, $1,200 value. Early detection is key. Get peace of mind. Take charge of your health. Call the Preventative Diagnostic Center now and leave that message. You know the 702 for Vegas, 534-7900. Five three four seven nine zero zero five three four seventy nine hundred. You want to see the scanner or get some other questions asked before that consultation? Go to pdcenterlv.com. Pdcenterlv.com. And Rob, it's all about you know trying to stay alive. That's what we do until uh, the man upstairs decides our number's up and it's time to take us home. But you know we always talk about you know young people dying, and it, I don't want to say before their time because that is their time, but it's before the time that we would think that they would be going. And we had a goaltender from Belgium that made a save of a penalty kick last month. And that was it. He was dead. Literally like one of these sudden death deaths. So you and I mix insurance talk with sports talk, but I always bring up the life insurance, the term, the whole, you've got to explain it to people and you've got to let them know age wise that it doesn't matter because you never know. You don't know if somebody's going to die at age, you know, 15, 20, 25, 30. And for youngsters or young entrepreneurs that may be out on their own, 
they want to get insurance now instead of saying, well, you know what? I'm not even ready to start a family yet. I don't need life insurance yet. So give me all the, uh, uh, the benefits or give the listening audience the benefits of insurance, the whole life, the term policy, and exactly what it means for them if they get involved now. And, and that's a mouthful, and it's impossible to do, so I'll, I'll do my best. And I want to mention, you know, Ken brings up, you know, typically athletes that he reads about, um, dying young, for lack of better words. And remember, you don't hear about John Doe in Omaha, Nebraska, or Sam Smith in Montana, just your average person, because they're not a star athlete or whatever. So don't think that it's related just to star athletes. It happens all the time everywhere. And life insurance is about protecting the ones you love when someone you love passes away. And it's it's not burial expense. I hate that term. I hate when people ask for burial expense. And folks, just put money under your mattress and save it for the funeral. And I, I respect the expense it costs to bury someone. Nothing is cheap. But life insurance is so that the beneficiaries can continue with their life living, not flaunting and and rich and uh, they hit the jackpot. No, they can still live comfortably. They can decide whether they want to stay in the home that they still own because their spouse passed away. If I pass away tomorrow, my wife loses all my future income. One of the main reasons to get life insurance, both term and whole, is to protect your future income. And you can get both because people say, well, term runs out and I'll lose all that money. No, you're not losing that money. If you actually have two policies, the cash value you accumulate on that whole policy essentially pays for the term policy that you had in place. And the reason you have it in place is by chance something happens to you. So we, we make a lot of bets here in Las Vegas. Don't bet the wrong way. Bet the right way, and the right way is having peace of mind with life insurance. I'm telling you, I can simplify it for you. Give me a call. I don't care if you're a customer or a future customer or not a customer. Just give me a call. 702, you got the area code down. 335-5744 is uh, Rob Rishi's former insurance office here in the Vegas Valley. 335-5744, seven days a week. Uh, Espanol, so they're, bi- they're bilingual over there, which is great. And uh, Rob's crew is phenomenal. And Lisa, his beautiful wife, is on board now to help with uh, all the Medicare, right? Yeah, she's, she loves Medicare. I'm telling you, if you want to review your benefits, your plan, making sure you even got coverage for dental and vision, give her a call. She's a pharmacist. Uh, makes me sick when I hear her talk because she's so, uh, gosh, informative, so educated with what goes on, and um, she'll take care of you. It's a simple phone call. Just give her a call. There you go. All right. So, again, you got that number is 335-5744. The Belgian goalkeeper, by the way, was named Arnie Espiel, and he was in, uh, you know, second division. So kind of like the English Premier League, the Championship League is the second division there in England. So you, you still have to be pretty darn good in Belgium if you're in that second league. But Arnie Espiel literally made the save on a penalty kick. It hit him right there in the chest, and that was it. He went down. And they could not revive him. He died right there on the pitch. And that was back on February 14th on Valentine's Day. So, you know, a little uh, kind of weird there. Takes the shot right there in the heart and, and you know, on the save or whatnot. And, and don't know exactly how it all came into play. Look, there's a lot of stuff that's that's going on now. And uh, maybe some correlation with some of uh, the stuff that's been going around from COVID or whatnot. But we don't know. And we don't know when our time is going to be up. Another Example, and again, it doesn't matter your age. Jeff Charles, the voice of East Carolina, 
play-by-play voice for 30-plus years on a Friday night last month was in New Orleans as East Carolina was taking on Tulane. And literally, he just died suddenly on Friday night right there. They actually postponed that game with Tulane uh, for that Saturday uh, early, uh, early uh, late morning Saturday game. I think it was about 11 o'clock locally or noon locally. Uh, but he was North Carolina Sportscaster of the Year several times and uh, did over 1,000 college hoops games, 15 bowl games for ECU, and Jeff Charles, 70 years old. So, again, you just don't know. And so I do kind of lean towards the younger ages a lot of times when I bring up uh, people that you know died suddenly because that's shocking to me when somebody's 25 years old, Rob, and they, and they pass away. But still, somebody that's 70 that all of a sudden goes to work and flies away and says you know, goodbye to his wife and kids, hey, I'll be back Sunday, and lo and behold, he never makes it back. Again, what is his work uh, value? You know, I mean, how much more money would he have brought in? Is the family prepared if he's not there? And that's that. You know, those are things that need to be discussed amongst family. But it's very important to know all about life insurance. Yeah, and the thing is, is I don't want people to think, well, I don't own a home. I I don't have kids. And well, first off, you don't know what's going to happen in five years. You you may get married and. You just don't know. But it's not just about having a home. If you rent and you live with a spouse, well, guess what? Your spouse passes away. Your rent doesn't change. And it's not like you can go, well, I'll just move down the street and pay less. Well, less isn't much less in in today's. I mean, you're looking at 2000 a month just for some basic rent. So when you're dependent and and you're together with someone, um, please consider the other person. All right. SportsX Radio. Break number two here, hour number one, come back. Final segment, uh, Rob, a Mizzou fan, March Madness right around the corner. He's uh, chomping at the bit, of course, with Major League Baseball. Now, don't forget, we also have the World Baseball Championships coming up, and that's going to be real interesting as well prior to the season starting. So we'll see how all that pans out. But uh, I will get Rob's take as far as his St. Louis Cardinals, what he thinks on the over-under on that win total, and uh, maybe some tips from Rob, he helped out as far as fantasy football. I think he was in seven leagues as far as the fantasy football, only in two leagues as far as the fantasy baseball. See if he has a tip or two for you as far as that goes. We are live from Vegas, 101.5 FM, KDWN. KT, in about 20 minutes, top of the hour, get you all the scores. And right now we're going to give away tickets for that Vegas toy show. Mark Hoke, take it away because I know the number. Folks, do you, do you got the 702-257-5396, 257-5396. 2575396 Mark Hoke explain what these tickets are about again with the Vegas Toy Show. Once again you're getting two two day passes to go to the Vegas Toy Show coming up March 4th and 5th at the Ahern Convention Center down you know just right at the end of the strip there and uh, we're going to give them to caller number 4. We're going to we're going to try 4 tonight. So caller number 4702-257-5396 like those phone lines up. And maybe you can hang out and we'll all go meet Sergeant Slaughter together. It'll be fun. There you go. 257-5396. Take a break. Come back. SportsX Radio. We're rolling at you. Hour number one. Roxy Bernstein. Hour number two. Get you all the scores on the Rich Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard at the top of the hour. Keep it right here, live from Vegas. We're going to All right, SportsX Radio, KT back. Little Lana Ritchie bringing us back. Mark Hoke spinning the hits on a fat Tuesday. 
And uh, Kansas did escape with a four-point victory at home. Uh, still projected a number one seed. Houston a number one seed. We see Purdue still up there as a projected number one seed. I don't think so. I think UCLA should be that fourth number one seed. Rob Rishi, I think, agrees with me. Uh, bad news for Dodger fans, headline-wise, Gavin Lux. We saw that, uh, you know, it's just like a, a weird thing, trying to avoid contact as he was rounding, going to third from first to third, and he ends up blowing out his ACL. He is done for the year for the Dodgers. That is a major loss. That right knee blew out. And uh, so, you know, that's the thing. That's why a lot of times when you're getting involved with those win totals, there's a lot of guys like Andy Isco, Steve Fezzik, Sharp People. They will play unders first because in case something like this happens, all of a sudden a star player, you know, goes down. You're not even into the season now, and you're already behind the eight ball. And that can happen, you know, during the minor leagues. Yeah, it was a freak injury, but you just never know. So a lot of these uh, professional guys that I know that, you know, sports handicapping, Chuck Edel, you know, a lot of these guys, they'll, uh, they'll play unders more so than overs as far as on these futures. They'll pick and choose. They're unders. Rob Rishi, uh, 86 and a half is that Cardinals win total there at the Westgate Superbook. Over or under for your Redbirds? I know you're usually optimistic, uh, but you're not sold on your pitching. I'm definitely over on that number. Our, our pitching has a lot of ifs, a lot of positive ifs, but um, I, I think our offense is actually going to be better than last year, and that includes our two big boys in Goldschmidt and um, Arenado. Um, and I like the uh, fact that we got Contreras a catcher uh, to pick up Molina. So um, I, our, our pitching again, a lot of positive. We got ifs. Wainwright, Michaelis, Flaherty, Montgomery, and Stephen Matz. That, that and we old got net. D- Dakota Hudson. Uh, you know, an- another positive if, and if uh, we get our closers back in, uh, so to speak. But yeah, no, it's a big question mark. Although, but. Our, our division. Your closer now is Helsley, right? Yeah, he, it is, and and Jordan Hicks. I I don't know what they're going to do with him, but yeah, Helsley Helsley's very talented. He just, uh, but the Cubs, the Brewers, Pirates, Reds, that uh, not a lot of meat there, if you ask me. And we play them a lot. So, all right, talk to, real quick, your take on this kid, Jordan Walker, because I've heard great things about this kid that he's going to be a superstar. He's terrific, and and I, I won't even talk fantasy baseball. Well, I'll, I'll mention he plays third base, but the, he, obviously he's not going to take over for Arenado. Um, they're going to use him in the outfield. I, I think he's going to get at least 300 at-bats this year, and he's he, he's just a terrific, terrific prospect. And um, to grow up in the culture of St. Louis, he's one of those guys that could be around a long, long time. All right, so good stuff there. Uh, so you're saying over your 86.5 for sure? Yes, yes. And under on the Orioles. Under on the Orioles. So, so you made a little wager there with uh, yeah, with just Hoke? a nice lunch uh, to discuss uh, future opportunities and so forth. And you're going to go under on the Mets, of course, right? Ninety four and a half. You know, uh, sure, sure. That's that's still a big number. It's a big number for any team. I, I don't care how good you are. Um, I, I know we talked at the break. I like the over on the A's because they're auditioning for Las Vegas. But then. Uh, you made a point. They might just tank so they can get here sooner. Yeah, fifty-seven and a half. My that's, goodness, that's brutal. When you're scheduled to lose hundred and five games. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's 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 that is pretty brutal. Uh, real quick, Rob, your take as far as the clock. Uh, you know, we saw Manny Machado first first spring training game. Didn't even get to the plate in time. Strike yeah. one. Already rung him out, and then the game ended uh, on a third strike. I think it was, or or on a clock violation uh, when. On, on a full count, I want to say. And the guy took too long to get in the batter's box or what. And, and next thing you know, they rung him up. So your take as far as that, as a baseball purist, can you handle it? I can handle it, but I hate it. I, I don't like it at all. I, I just uh, – I, 
Ken, I, I don't like the DH. And we had the DH for 50,000 years now because people don't understand. I, I, I pitched in college, and the last thing you want to do as a pitcher is run the bases because you get tired. Well, guess what? In the American League, the DH takes that away, and, and now we've got it in the National League. And I just I, I think we're getting away from how baseball started, and it's one of those few exceptions where the longer you keep tradition, the better off you're going to be. All right. Uh, again, I'll get you all the scores, but I do have to tell you, KT, look, every now and then a little, little bit of the politics come out. Look, uh, I don't root for the Cubs. I, I kind of lean with the Chicago Bill on the south side. You know, Chuck Edel, my good buddy, he's a big Cubs guy. Chris Bryant was a Cub for a while when they won the uh, World Series and got over that 108-year hump there. Uh, but Chicago Bill, he's praying his, his White Sox can be back in in the swing of things, but I don't root for either one of the Chicago teams. But what I do root against is Lori Lightfoot. For the love of God, and she got whipped today. Uh, I shouldn't say whipped, but she got beat uh, so badly that she's not even in the runoff. She finished third, and first time in 40 years, uh, Chicago mayor does not win re-election. So that kind of made my night. I don't care about all the basketball games I had money on tonight. I don't care how they worked out. Of course, I do, actually, But uh, and I'll get to those scores in a little bit, but my goodness, that is just great news for me because that is one mayor that I would never want to be in Chicago or anywhere close to there with that lady as my mayor. That's for sure. I'd have moved out of there right away uh, because her record is just pathetic overall. No matter what statistic it is, she is pathetic, and I'm glad she is out in the. Uh, uh, the, the you know, people let her know about it today. When you finish third and you're the uh, you're the incumbent, uh, not a good. Uh, thing there in Chicago. Doesn't happen too often. All right, uh, Rob Rishi, you've got a couple minutes to go. Mizzou, you giving them a chance to do anything in this big dance? I think they're going to get in out of the Southeastern Conference. I think they get in. I think they're those, that kind of team. We always hear the cliche, but I think they're that kind of team you don't want to play. Um, I, I, I like them winning their first game. And then uh, I think they're going to need some divine intervention to get farther than that. But uh, hey, if, if they can make it, you know, uh, if you get a date for the prom, you at least get to go. But you enjoy the March Madness. I know you. I know oh, I it's not it. your number one sport. No, but. I, I, it's not my number one sport, but possibly my favorite activity. And the beauty of college basketball, folks, is any team in Division One can win. It doesn't matter what you're ranked at the beginning of the season. Unlike college football, um, the beauty, and that's what's been great, is you've got teams like Gonzaga, who nobody heard about 30, 40 years ago. They built it, they built it, they built it, and look what they built. It can't happen in college football yet. There's only 30 to 40 teams who can win a national championship, not in basketball. Anybody can win. Just ask Sister Jean. They almost did it. All right, so we got about uh, about 45 seconds real quick, Rob. Uh, also, we talk about renter's insurance and uh, home insurance. Real important as well. This is something else that you speci- you know, that you kind of – uh, take care of people on. And what I like about your farmer's insurance, if you can't help the people, in other words, if you, you see all of the, the different policies that are out there from all the other companies, you may not be able to help everybody, but you can steer them in the right direction to make sure they are insured. You'd be amazed at, at what people don't know about their coverages, and you'd be amazed what an insurance-like agent like me sometimes doesn't know about coverages. But I, I've got a tremendous company, and I've, I can call underwriters, Please get out your policy, and I know half of you don't even know where your policy is. Some of you may not even know if you have a policy, and I don't say that to insult you. It's just not a priority, but it needs to be because, believe me, something can happen and ruin your day. 
There you go. He is Rob Rishi, Farmers Insurance. He's my sports guy last Tuesday of every month here on SportsX Radio. 702, you got down 335-5744. Give Rob's office a call. Leave a message, 335-5744. Hour number one in the books. KT gets you all the scores in about three and a half minutes from now. We are live from Vegas Live, PSBR Law Studios. Roxy Bernstein at 925. You're listening to SportsX Radio on KDWN, streaming live on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 9 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready, because SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. All right, KT, hour number two, PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas, PSBRLaw.com. Go check it out. Over $3.5 billion in verdicts and settlements the last decade for their clients. Strength by your side, the relentless pursuit of justice. The 702 you got down, 830-9353, 830-9353 for the best in personal injury. Jot the number down. You may need it in the future, 830-9353. KT, thanking Rob Rishi for stopping in, and Rob said, uh, KT, you forgot to get that tip there as far as uh, fantasy baseball. He said, I'll give one tip that when I'm drafting a team, I will err on the side of power over pitchers. So if there's a, a good solid pitcher there, but there's a bat that I want, I'm going to choose that bat every single time. I can always pick up pitchers later on in the season, especially when some of the young phenoms come up. So uh, there's your little tip from Rob Rishi. And again, the best in Insurance all the way around. His farmer's insurance is outstanding and uh, gave you that number several times. But you hear his spots play right here throughout SportsX Radio. Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., we come at you right here. KDWN 101.5 FM streaming live on the Odyssey app. Lots of college basketball tournaments starting up in the next several days. Now, a few of the smaller ones are underway, and there's uh, a couple other ones that are going to be getting underway. And then we've got five here, <coughs> excuse me, five here in the Vegas Valley. Uh, Roxy Bernstein will be working a couple of them. He'll be working the one there in Henderson at the Dollar Loan Center, which is the Big West, which are the two teams that KT used to call games for, UC Riverside and Long Beach State. They'll both be in action there. And then, of course, uh, we also have – uh, the Mountain West Conference Tournament here. We have the Pac-12 Tournament. Roxy will be working that as well, and that'll be at T-Mobile 
and the WCC. And that's going to be a fun one because Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Now, I had Gonzaga the other night, and they had that big lead on St. Mary's. And then St. Mary's stormed back, and they were actually covering for a, for a minute or two, but Gonzaga ended up winning by nine. So they covered the five and uh, evened up that score. But Gonzaga's really been playing solid basketball, and they avenged that loss against LMU in a big way with a 45-point win or whatever it was. And so the Zags are there. But Santa Clara is a team that I made money on over the weekend. Again, the Broncos playing really solid basketball, and they are a threat. They might be the third best team there in the WCC. I think they are. Uh, you have, you know, BYU perennially is, uh, is a really good team. Uh, struggling a little bit this year. San Francisco, the Dons look like they could be that number three team there in the WCC early on, but then, you know, they fell by the wayside. So, uh, again, you never know. you got to bring your A game when you get in the tournament, but that'll be at the Orleans Arena. We'll be looking forward to that. And, again, five tournaments here in the Vegas Valley, the WAC tournament as well. Let's go to the Richard Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. The two NBA games are still rolling. It is uh, Minnesota in L.A. leading the Clippers early fourth quarter, 10-39 to go in the fourth, 88-79 your score there. Trailblazers now trail the Warriors, so Golden State making my pal Larry Ragusa a happy camper, at least for the time being. Ragusa listening to the show, of course, like he usually does Monday through Friday. And uh, uh, my brother-in-law, Nate Knuckles, in town hanging out with Larry, so uh, the guys Shout out to the guys. 94-88, though. The Warriors up with 8.50 to go in the fourth quarter. So we keep an eye on those two games that are rolling. Finals from earlier tonight. Here they are from the top. Uh, Bradley Beal at 37 points, led the way. Wizards get the win over the Hawks. They were 7.5-point dogs, but they get the win. The game goes over by two points, 119-116, your final there. Raptors at home, minus 3.5 at the Westgate Superbook. They get the win, and the cover game stays under the 218.5, 104-98, your final. Meanwhile, the Nets in Brooklyn, the new-look Nets, taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, the Bucks get it done. 15 straight victories now for Milwaukee as uh, they were minus 6.5 in Brooklyn. No problem at the Barclays Center. 118-104, to 104, total 232. That game stays under. Lakers going to be without LeBron for at least a couple weeks with that foot injury sustained on Sunday. Grizzlies and John Morant make him pay. Morant had a triple-double tonight at home. Grizzlies roll 121-109. Total 230, or was it 230 around town? But a lot of 230.5s and up to 231, and the game stays under barely. As it hits 230, 121 to 109. You may have been fortunate if you had the uh, if you had the over. You may have gotten a push if you got a good number. Kings they win at OKC. They were minus two and a half. They win it by six. Get the win in the cover. This game goes over the total of 230. Hits 240, 123, 117. Sacramento, good solid Kings team that I know my buddy Noah Parker has a big ticket on them to win their uh, division. We'll see if uh, the Kings can kind of hang in there the way they're playing, playing good, solid basketball. Nuggets continue to be maybe the team to beat in the Western Conference, 133-112. Jokic, another big-time game. They were minus 12. They win it by 21, 133-112. That game flies over the 232-and-a-half. Pacers, they win in Dallas. So the Mavericks blew the big lead against the Lakers. The other day they lose another home game to Indiana. They were minus 8-and-a-half, but Indiana led that one pretty much from start to finish. 124-122, your final there. Game gets over the 236-and-a-half. Spurs surprised the Jazz on the road up in Salt Lake City. 9-and-a-half point dog. San Antonio wins it 102-94. to Game stays well under, nearly 40 points under the total of 235-and-a-half. And again, those last two games, uh, T-Wolves now 92-84, lead the Clippers 824 to go in the fourth, 97-88, Warriors by nine with 750 to go in the fourth at home in San Francisco over the Portland Trailblazers. 
college basketball. Marquette, wire-to-wire win, cover the eight, no problem. Beat Butler at the Hinkle Fieldhouse, 72-56. That game stays under the 141.5. Miami of Ohio beats Western Michigan by 15 big ones, 77-62. Your final, that game stays under the 147.5. Dayton playing good, solid ball in the A-10. Had a hiccup the other day, but uh, get a nice win tonight, 77-53. They pummel the Explorers of LaSalle. That game staying under the 135.5. Akron bounces back uh, from a miserable first half. They actually trail Ball State, but came up with a big second half. The Zips win it at home, but don't come close to covering the nine and a half. Win it by four, 87 83 in a game that gets well over the total of 138. VCU, no problem at home. Beat the Billikens of St. Louis, 79 67. Cover the seven point spread in a game that gets over the 141 and a half. Hits 146, 79 67. VCU, the Rams. Get the Billikens. 71 69. Boston College surprises Wake Forest. Wake Forest down a player. Pretty good player, but nonetheless, they were still eight-point favorites in Winston-Salem, and Boston College wins at 71-69. This game stays under the 145-and-a-half. Nice effort from the boys from Chestnut Hill, getting a nice road victory there in the ACC. Toledo, keep an eye on this team. They are on a major win streak. They just don't lose, and even when they start out slowly like they did tonight, I think it was like 18-17 they were losing to Central Michigan. They end up winning the game by you know, 34 points, 99-65, beat the Chippewas on the road. The Toledo Rockets playing outstanding ball. They were minus 15, game flies over the 145. Duke in a uh, nip-and-tuck game, I laid the four-and-a-half, and the game went up and closed at six-and-a-half, and wouldn't you know it, Duke only wins by four. So I got burned by the hook there as they beat NC State 71-67. Game stays under the total. Georgia Tech. Shocks the Syracuse Orange, 96-76 up at the Dome. Nine-point dogs, they win it by 20. Pasner had him ready to play, 142.5 your total. They win it by 20, game hits 172. Virginia, they pushed the closing total, but the total pretty much throughout the day was 6.5. They were at home, the Cavaliers were, against Clemson. And uh, they win it in Charlottesville, 64-57. to And, of course, uh, the passing of legendary head coach Terry Holland for Virginia. I'll talk to Roxy Bernstein about that. Roxy knowing so many, but I don't know if he ever got a chance to uh, call a game when Terry Holland was on the sidelines there. But an outstanding coach, of course, that coached Ralph Sampson. 64-57 Virginia, the win. Either the cover or the push. Total 130.5 game stays under. How about Fran McCaffrey's Iowa Hawkeyes? I mean, Chris Murray. Keegan, his brother, his twin brother, of course, is in the NBA. But Chris had one of those nights in Bloomington. They never let the Hoosiers in this game. Iowa jumped all over Indiana, and they win it 90-68. to I mean, McCaffrey actually got to sit there on the bench and kind of just go, wow, this is great. This is, you know, this doesn't happen often. And Fran texted with me, and he says, you know, we did something that not a lot of people can do, go into Assembly Hall and outscore the Hoosiers by 12 in each half and really keep the crowd out of the game. 90 to 68. How about the total in the game? It was 157 and a half, and it hits 158. 90 to 68. Iowa with a big time win is five point dogs. They win it by 22 going away. Florida, road win, no problem. 77 67. Remember, without Castleton, their big guys out for the year, uh, but they cover the two against Georgia on the road, win it by 10. Game gets over the, uh, stays under the total, I should say. Hits 144, total was 147. Kent State, big second half, they win it, but they don't cover. They win by seven, they were laying eight. 144 and a half was your total. 82-75, Kent State knocks off Ohio, beat the Bobcats. Bowling Green, no problem with Eastern Michigan. Second half, the Falcons, Brad Powers, Alma Mater, they rolled big time over Eastern Mich. 88-68, to your final in that game as uh, that game gets within a half point 
of the total. My goodness, the total was 156 and a half, and it hits 156, 88, 68. Sometimes these totals will drive you nuts. Buffalo in DeKalb, take care of Northern Illinois, 85, 75. That game gets over the 154 and a half, hits 160, but a nice win by Buffalo, laying four and a half. They win it by 10. Villanova, I did have Villanova. I took them on the money line. They end up closing two and a half point favorites, and great strategy there by Villanova. They kept going up by three, and Justin Moore hits all his free throws down the stretch. I think he went eight and eight for eight inside the final 40 seconds. And every time he'd make his two, that would put Villanova back up by three, and then they would foul Seton Hall. And this, they played this game with uh, about 12 seconds on down, and it happened three separate times, and uh, Moore able to make all the free throws. And then, you know, when they went back up three, then with about 5.7 seconds to go, Seton Hall tried a longer pass to get it over half court and see if they may be able to catch uh, Villanova, you know, trapping in the backcourt, and the ball was intercepted, and Villanova went on to a 76-72 victory. So they were minus 2.5 or 3. Either way, you get the cover there. Game gets over the 130.5. Boise State did come back. Remember, they trailed that game 57-50 at home against San Diego State, and they outscore them 16-3 to to end the game. 66-60, to Boise State gets a big win. That is a huge win for Leon Rice and company. That may help solidify them into the – uh, field as long as they don't lose first round in the Mountain West Conference tournament. But Boise State knocks off the Aztecs 66-60. San Diego State, the only team we know cemented in there from the Mountain West, according to Joe Lenardi and Jerry Palm. Uh, Virginia Tech 71-54. They win at Louisville, laying 10 and a half. Uh, Hokies win it by 17. Game stays well under the 145. Tennessee, big second half, pulled away from Arkansas, 75-57, win it by 18, laying 5.5. Rick Barnes' team, as I said earlier, playing good, solid ball. Game stays under by a deuce, hits 132, and the total was 134. Texas A&M, 69-61, they win in Oxford, beat Ole Miss, cover the 5, game stays under the 136. Mississippi State, we talked about it, win by 6 over South Carolina, 74-68, does get over the total of 126, but they do not come close to covering the minus 16, so if you had the Gamecocks, easy cover there. Kansas the win at Fog Allen, but only by four over Texas Tech. Total 148 game stays well under 67-63. Jayhawks knock off the Red Raiders. And Michigan State, that big second half, down 12, win it by 13. So a 25-point turnaround at halftime. And Sparty, like I said, down 17 or 18 early in the game. So a big turnaround is those guys. Yeah, he got their attention big time. They rolled 80-67 to the final in a game that gets over in Lincoln against Nebraska and Fred Hoiberg's, Fred Hoiberg's uh, I almost turned him into a burger, Fred Hoiberg's uh, Cornhuskers. 66-62, New Mexico leads Fresno State, 10-45 to go second half at the pit, and 31-26, San Jose State leading Colorado State by 5, 17-35 to go in San Jose. Now, we also had uh, some conference tournaments getting underway. Coastal Carolina at home, the uh, the early rounds, a lot of these, the home team uh, will be the better record. Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, but they get whipped by the Arkansas State Red Wolves, 86-69. Game flies over the total. Arkansas State, a two-point dog, wins it by 17. And Texas State gets the win. KT laid four and a half. That game closed at five, and they win it by five. The Bobcats get it done, 81-76. At home, the game flies over the 131. Move on down to the Horizon League. Had three games. Robert Morris, they beat IU. 
IUPUI, and they were up comfortably 17, but only win it by three. So the Jaguars, their season ends, but they played with a lot of heart. Team that only won four games all year, but they cover easily, plus the 14, only lose by three in a game that stays under, under the 138. Detroit, the Titans, they close out the season for IPFW as the Mastodons lose 81-68, the final there. Titans move on, and Wisconsin Green Bay, mercifully, their season is over. They went through a head coach. They'll look for a new coach during the offseason. Uh, 77 to 57. Wright State gets the win in the cover of the closing number at the Westgate Superbook, which was 19 and a half. But this line opened at 20, went up to 21, and then back down and closed at 19 and a half, and they win it by 20. So you actually could have middled this game. 77 57 the final in a game that stays under the total. Also, uh, you had the. Uh, let me see what else. What other games do we have? We had some extra games. Okay, these are not. Uh, tournament games of as of yet, but finishing up, I think, over in the Patriot League. Uh, New Hampshire beat New Jersey Institute of Technology. My brother's alma mater, the brainiac of the family. 59-58, the final there. They were minus seven. Do not cover. Game stays under. Maine surprise Bryant at home. Three-point dogs. Maine wins at the Black Bears. 66-64 get the win. Also stays under the 147 and a half. Maryland, Baltimore County. We remember them. The only 16 seed to beat a one seed when they beat Virginia a few years ago. 70-67, to they win in Binghamton. Minus two, they win it by three. 146 and a half, your total game stays under in Albany. Tried to hang with Vermont. Well, the total was uh, 139. This is crazy. The game hits 140. 79-61 and the line closed at 18 and Vermont wins it by 18 at home. Move on down. Atlantic Sun Conference. These teams uh, get not, well, let me see, getting getting knocked out. Queens, North Carolina. They lost by one point at Kennesaw State. They beaten them just last week, but they were seven-point dogs, so they cover, but their season's over. 67-66 the final. Uh, Lipscomb surprises Stetson on the uh, Hatters home court, 83-70. to 70. That game gets over by a deuce. 76-56, Liberty blows away Bellarmine, laying 16.5. The Flames win it by 20. 129.5 was the total game, hits 132, so it does get over. And then I was on Eastern Kentucky. The Colonels avenge an earlier home loss to North Alabama and blow out North Alabama, 73-48. to 48. Game stays well under the 155. They were laying 8.5. They win it by 25. And then in the Patriot League, uh, I think I said the Patriot League before, but that's the Northeast League that uh, Vermont is in. The Patriot League saw American beat Bucknell 64-59. I took Bucknell plus six. It closed at five and a half, but they cover either way because they lose it by five. 64-59. Bucknell had actually swept American both games during the season. And then Holy Cross, they were down big, but they battled back. They get the cover of the four and a half, but they do not win the game. Loyola, Maryland, the Greyhounds get the win in a game that stays under the total. Uh, Loyola, Maryland, 73. Holy Cross, 69. Back to what's going on on the ice. Just the one game. San Jose, now after two periods, leads Montreal. Montreal, one to nothing. Roger Sachs was watching uh, the Boston Bruins beat Calgary four to three. Boston goalie fifty-seven saves, and the Bruins win it four to three. And the game gets over the total in Calgary. Arizona four to one. They rolled over the Blackhawks two to one. Minnesota doubled up on the Islanders at home. Winnipeg and L.A. a crazy one. Winnipeg had a five-three lead in the third period, but the Kings three unanswered get the win six to five. That'll help your grand salami if you had it over six to five. The final Kings win in Manitoba over the Winnipeg Jets. And uh, let me see, what else do we have? We have Seattle, the Kraken. They win in St. Louis under the arch, 5-3. to three. Pittsburgh, a 3-1 win in Nashville. And uh, Columbus surprises Buffalo. They were a plus 185. Blue Jackets win at 5-3. to three. Florida, 4-1 win in Tampa Bay. Uh, Lightning, minus 165. 
uh, do not win, but they made a big trade today. And so they're busy. Also, Patrick Kane coming over to join the New York Rangers from the Chicago Blackhawks. So uh, trade deadline coming up there, NHL. And I'm going to have Alex B. Smith and Cam Gore kind of assess all those trades over the next day or two. And the only other score I gave you was an earlier game. Ottawa pummeled Detroit 6-1 to as the Senators take care of the Red Wings in big-time fashion. All right, got a uh, couple minutes left before we go to break. Tomorrow night, as far as the overnights, NBA Bulls and Pistons. Bulls right now in Detroit, minus six. It is the Suns, minus nine and a half. Now, KD, Kevin Durant, will make his debut for Phoenix in Charlotte against the Hornets. Right now, Phoenix listed as a nine and a half point favorite, up to ten some places. The Knicks come off that big-time win at Madison Square Garden over the Boston Celtics last night. That's a big-time win because Boston, you know, usually when their backs are against the wall, when they come off a loss, they're going to – or or when they've – struggled a little bit. They'll kind of cool the Knicks off, but the Knicks took care of business by double digits last night in a game that Jason Tatum ended up getting tossed, first time he's been tossed in his career. Knicks are playing the Nets. The Nets, of course, losing tonight, as we told you, uh, against the Bucks at home, so they'll make the short jaunt from Brooklyn over to New York City, and the Knicks are minus 7 in that game, total 221.5. Celtics back at home, minus 5.5 against the Cavaliers. Uh, no total yet on that game. 76ers and the Heat from Miami. That's a pick'em game, total 215. Grizz off the win tonight against the Lakers, minus 9.5. In Houston, 233.5 against the Rockets. And the Lakers are in OKC. Both teams losing tonight. No line out as of yet. Uh, Magic are actually make it the Thunder a minus 1. That line just popping up. Bucks minus 9.5 as they go for 16 in a row. They're at home against the Orlando Magic. And the Pelicans will be in Portland. New Orleans will be to take on the Portland Trailblazers. Blazers in action right now on the short end, uh, but they're minus 3.5 at home total, 232. College basketball tomorrow, uh, some good games. Providence going to try and avenge an earlier loss to Xavier. They're at home, minus 3.5, total 155. Richmond and St. Joe's, Richmond minus 1.5, total 144. UMass at Duquesne, another good 8-10 game. But UMass, so banged up. Duquesne comes off a loss, and I, they cost me some money Saturday, so we'll see if they bounce back. Minus 10.5, 148.5. Vandy is at Kentucky. Kentucky off a route of Auburn and Bruce Pearl on Saturday in Lexington. They're minus 9.5, 146.5. Uh, Pittsburgh minus 4 at Notre Dame. Got about a minute here, and then I'll get out, and we'll get back with Roxy Bernstein. George Mason at home, minus 3.5 against Fordham, 137.5. Uh, George Washington, they'll be at Davidson. Wildcats off a nice win at Duquesne. Davidson, Steph Curry's alma mater, minus uh, uh, 8.5, total 150. Ohio State finally got a win. They're back at home. They'll take on Maryland. Terps minus 2 on the road, 137. Auburn's at Alabama. Auburn beat uh, – no, Bama beat Auburn in Auburn, so they're going to try and go two for two. Uh, Bama had to battle back to get the win the other day, but they did so. Nine and a half, they are minus at home in Tuscaloosa, 151 your total. Uh, UConn minus 17 and a half at home, 148 your total against DePaul. Let me move on down. Kansas State back in action, minus six and a half in the Little Apple, 141 your total against Oklahoma. Creighton minus 18 and a half in Omaha against Georgetown. Going to try and get back on track. Uh, Patrick Ewing probably out after this season. Mizzou, Rob Rishi's boys, minus five in Baton Rouge against LSU. TCU at home, minus two and a half against Texas. Remember, TCU blew a 17-point lead in Austin. I think TCU's going to get Texas tomorrow. I know the uh, Longhorns are tough, but I think Jamie Dixon has those guys ready to avenge that loss. Uh, and then Utah State at UNLV. Big game for Utah State. Like Boise State, if they're going to get an at-large bid, they need to win this game against the Rebs. Rebs catching two. Kevin Kruger hopes to have the guys ready to roll. Be there at the Thomas and Mack. Uh, Utah State minus two, 148 is your total. I'll try and duck in some other stuff, uh, some more tournament 
uh, lines when Roxy joins me in the next segment. SportsX Radio 101.5 FM KDWN. And uh, Mark Hoke, we've got another set of tickets to give away for that toy show. So uh, field the phones. We'll take caller number three this time. We'll go with the Bambino lucky number three. Uh, 257 257-5396. 257-5396. It's the Vegas Toy Show, March 4th and 5th at the Ahern Hotel and Convention Center right there on West Sahara. And again, these are two-day passes. Uh, it's Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then you've got uh, Sunday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So uh, Vegas Toy Show, uh, comics, toys, culture, all about it at the Ahern, March 4th and 5th this weekend coming up. SportsX Radio, Ken Thompson, Marco, or I'm sorry, that's, uh, yeah, March 4th and 5th. Let's see where the March 1st is tomorrow. Yeah, so it is this weekend. Sometimes I get lost. I know March Madness is coming up, uh, but KT is all about madness. You're listening to SportsX Radio on KDWN 101.5 FM and streaming live on that Odyssey app. We'll be back with Roxy Bernstein. Keep it right here, live from Vegas. All right, KT back on a Fat Tuesday. Well, Phil Collins bringing us back as uh, Mark Hoke's been in the hits on a Fat Tuesday. Uh, thanks to Rob Rishi joining us. And I uh, got you most of those scores in there. I think I got you pretty much all the scores in there, college basketball. And I'll stay up on those smaller tournaments as well and uh, get you all the lines, all that stuff uh, throughout. And it will be true March Madness at its finest. And you know KT just chomping at the bit. I love those smaller conferences, man. Just a lot of fun. And following some of these teams, Eastern Kentucky has been a team that's made me a lot of money, the Colonels, this year, especially on their home court. They were dynamite tonight, blowing out North Alabama by 25. uh, Easy cover of the seven. So, you know, college basketball is a lot of fun. And I love it now because you're jockeying for position. And there's teams that need to win if they're going to get an at-large bid or at least have a good opportunity to where they won't have to win their conference tournament. May need to win a game or sometimes two in their conference tournament to solidify an at-large bid. And again, talking about Boise State, they were one of those teams, I believe, that needed to get the win tonight at home against San Diego State. They close on that 16-3 run. They get that win over the Aztecs, so that is huge. And uh, we'll keep an eye on the games that are rolling. But remember, Utah State, they're here to take on UNLV tomorrow, and they too need to get a double you and just keep winning there for uh, the Aggies to get that at-large bid. Right now, it's all New Mexico, 440 to go at the pit. Second half, 86-69, blowing out Fresno State. Very high-scoring game. Total 142, game already sitting at 155. And San Jose State up seven with 11 minutes to go. They lead Colorado State 43-36, to 36, uh, closing as a minus two and a half. The Spartans, 137 and a half year total as far as that game goes. And then uh, in the NBA, I'll keep an eye on those games as well. Uh, that are going. And then, of course, a game that Roxy Bernstein's usually at, but somehow, some way, got off the hook, didn't have to take his son to the Sharks and Canadians game tonight, uh, f- probably gave his tickets away to some French-speaking dude in San Jose. Roxy Bernstein, great to have you, pal. SportsX Radio at its finest, especially when you're on March Madness. My son's going through withdrawals, Kenny, with the Timo <laughs> Meyer trade. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's well, so- you know, he named our dog Timo, who's our dog's now two, so it was a, you know, rough, about 24, 48 hours so far, wondering if we need to change the dog's name now, if the dog's going to Jersey. 
<laughs> there you go. You know, and that's the thing. I'll, I'll see if, you know, my nephews are back there in the Garden State. I'll see if, you know, if they can, you know, maybe adopt uh, the name and maybe change their dog's name. But, you know, when a dog's two rocks, that's 14 in dog years. I mean, that's like you changing your son's name right now. It's not happening. <laughs> no, it's it's not happening. But, you know, it's when when your team's going through a rebuild, he's he's got to understand it. Look. <laughs> it's, it, 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 you know, he up until the last couple of years, all he'd known was this team was really good. Yeah. And it's crazy to think, like, all he knows about the Golden State Warriors and is it, how good they are. And he never saw those lean years where, you know, they didn't make the, they made the playoffs like once in 20 years. Right. He doesn't know anything about that. That's it. Spoiled. That's what it is. They're spoiled. Yeah. And, uh, you know, nobody thought the Jersey Devils were even going to be anything this year. An unbelievable job. And, uh, yeah, they're trying to make a push. And, and my Rangers, of course, uh, going out and getting Patrick Kane. Will that help the Blue Shirts enough? I mean, you look at Boston. You look at Carolina. You look. I mean, it's just too much there. I mean, I like the Hurricanes personally as far as the team to get out of there. But, I look, Tampa Bay made a big move as well. Uh, so talk to me about the Eastern Conference real quick. We'll throw some puck out there that's that's going to be must-see tv come the playoffs because as you alluded to it and we're probably headed to a new jersey rangers first round series i know so all these aggressive moves one of those teams is going to be out and you look at how loaded the eastern conference is you throw toronto in there uh it is going to be a battle to get through and how you, you kind of like look at a Colorado now? They're starting to hit their stride. I don't think the Western Conference is as deep as the Eastern Conference is. So you know the the Avalanche could just be sitting back and watching the Eastern Conference teams beat each other up, and if they can just kind of glide through the playoffs, which of course is not going to be easy, but. It, certainly it seems the power in the NHL right now is in the Eastern Conference. All right, so. In the Western Conference, Vegas Golden Knights, I, and I, you know, it is what it is, but I took Colorado. Colorado's playing great hockey right now. They got their sixth win in a row last night, and they just ha- have the momentum, and Vegas shorthanded in between the pipes already with Leonard out, and then Thompson gets banged up. So, uh, you know, not good right now for Vegas. And when you get shut out by a team that is a rival, and, you know, there's just something about a shutout, and very rarely does Vegas get shut out. And that 3 nothing win last night, I really think that is kind of – got me feeling like Colorado's making a push now to be that representative in the Western Conference. I know there's a lot of hockey to be played, and and Dallas has had a decent year, but there's no real powerhouse in the West like there is in the East. I mean, there's four teams, at least on paper, and and actually that have been on ice better than anybody from the Western Conference with the Bostons, with the uh, Carolinas and Tampa, and, uh, you know, those those teams there, and, and Jersey being pretty good as well. What's your take, Western Conference, Rocks? Who gets out of there? Oh, I, you have to say it's Colorado. That's the team to beat. And it, it, look, they battled so many injuries early, Kenny. Yep. And now they're, they're finally getting healthy and getting their full lines back and, and people are stepping into their familiar roles. That's been the big thing. And I know they were struggling. You know, you checked on them like a month ago and they were out of the playoffs. But you knew it was only a matter of time that there's no way the Avalanche were not making the playoffs. And the Avs are still, to me, the team to beat. Even I, I don't care where they're seated. It's like you know the NBA, the Western Conference, and the Warriors. When they get their full roster to go, yes, Denver's playing great, and certainly Sacramento's a great story. But when the Warriors hopefully get Wiggins and Curry back, 
you, if they just are a six or a seven seed, are you going to be happy seeing them? If you're the two or the three, there's no chance. Yeah, it's, it's the same call. with the Avalanche. That you know, it doesn't matter where they're going to be. As long as they're in the tournament, that's all that matters. KD is going to make his debut tomorrow in Charlotte for the Phoenix Suns. That move there, trying to push Chris Paul to finally get a title. Can they do it if Booker and and everybody remains healthy? KD and uh, Booker is that good enough to get out of the West? It, it, I think it can be. Sure. Again, healthy, and it, it just depends on where teams are at. And you know, now the Lakers with LeBron going to be out for a while with the foot, and they're hoping to make a push. But KD certainly gives Phoenix a boost, and the Suns, I think, go to the top of the list as far as contenders in the Western Conference. And you know, if the Clippers stay healthy with with Paul George and Kawhi, and if the Warriors can stay healthy, and Clay Thompson's playing some unbelievable basketball right now, and with him, and then Steph hopefully back maybe in a week or so. Um, don't know really what's happening with Andrew Wiggins. He's out, and there's some family issue going on that has kept him away from the team for the time being. He's had an interrupted season with some illnesses and, and, and slight injuries that he's had to deal with. But I, I don't know if it's a championship hangover, Kenny, and they're just waiting to turn the switch on. But this is a team that, again, as soon as they get their full arsenal – they're going to be awfully tough to knock out, and you. good luck at trying to beat them four out of seven. All right, so let me ask you about my team that has not been relevant forever, since at least I'm old enough that I actually did see them win as a kid. What about the Knicks, that big-time win against Boston last night? That at least showed me something, and I can't remember this team in the last decade being nine games over five hundred. Well, you're, you're falling for it right now, aren't you? I you're am. getting that excitement going, I, thinking – but it's up until looks, last night, I wasn't. But when they beat look, Boston, I get it. They I beat get Boston. It. Yeah, but they don't beat Boston. Kenny, it's a regular season game, right? I'll take it. Boston and Milwaukee, those are the two teams to beat in the East. Yeah, no question. And with Drew Holiday playing lights out, gosh darn it, man, he's really upped his ante big time. If uh, Giannis, that's the thing. Can Giannis stay healthy? That guy, uh, has he? he's like Evil Knievel. Has he injured every part of his body? <laughs> well, he's so long and lean that, you know, he could be susceptible because of that. But that's just uh, the way they're playing, though. And, again, they know what it takes. They've been there before. And they're just trying to pace themselves, I think, like a lot of teams that have had that playoff experience, that they just need to get in. And once they get in and if they're ready to go, they're going to be a tough out. All right. So now you're, of course – you know, St. Alma Mata, and you know Aaron Rodgers, and he went to Oregon. I didn't know if you were maybe doing a Beavs or a Ducks game up there, and I saw visions of you like Motel 6. No, where I, would, I did no, not go into the cabin of right, darkness. Right, right. I, I said I saw visions of you at Motel 6 where they leave the light on for you, and then there's Aaron, and, of course, he's in the, uh, in the darkness. What about it, Rox? What's your feeling? What's your gut? Does he go back to Green Bay where he started to get some chemistry with guys like Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs and, and Lazard or, you know, and where he's probably going to get the most money and where he knows and feels comfortable? Or is it done in Green Bay and you feel like maybe the Jets, maybe the Raiders? I don't know if the Raiders have enough here piecewise for Aaron Rodgers to come over here. In other words, the offensive line to me still has a lot of work to do. They had a couple rookies. They got... Uh, moved in and out last year, and that was kind of a revolving door outside of Colton Miller, who was the uh, the, the anchor uh, over at left tackle. But what's your feeling? Where does Aaron Rodgers go? Well, it's just a question. Does Green Bay want to win? 
you want to win right now, then Aaron Rodgers is your guy. If you're looking at the rest of the NFC and seeing the Eagles and the 49ers and all the other teams, the, the Lions are, I think, are on the upswing right now. Certainly the Giants are on the climb as well. Then if, if you don't feel that you can win right now, then maybe you do make that move and go in with Jordan Love because you did invest a first-round draft pick in him. But if you're the Packers and you want to win now, why would you move on from Aaron Rodgers? I don't get it. The Jets seem to have a team that is really a really solid quarterback away and maybe another wide receiver to help out Garrett Wilson. And I know Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, these guys aren't bad, Mims, uh, Berrios. But, I I, I mean, just another real solid uh, name there as far as receiving core. And I like the running game if Brees Hall can come back strong. But the offensive line is good enough to protect Aaron, and the defense we know is very solid. What about the Jets? Do they have an inside track, and is that why they're potentially holding off from making an offer to Derek Carr? Well, I mean, the Jets certainly look at the division in Buffalo, right? The Bills have established themselves a team to beat. Miami seems like they're on the rise as well uh, with Mike McDaniel there and then with Tua's emergence. But I don't, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know if Zach Wilson is the guy that can get it going there with the Jets. And if that's the case and if they don't believe in him and certainly – there were some locker room issues with him last year. you got to make a move, whether it's Derek Carr, whether you try to make a move and see if Justin Fields becomes available. I, I think that there are some serious questions as far as the Jets and what they're going to do with quarterback because there's going to be some guys available. Does Robert Sala try to take a run at, at, at Jimmy V? Or Jimmy G, I should say, you know, who the Niners have basically said he, there's no way he's coming back. Mm-hmm. There are going to be quarterbacks available. And, look, if Green Bay is willing to move on from Aaron Rodgers, you certainly have to kick the tires on that. And Carr is a guy that can win. But I just, at this point, they have to decide what they're going to do with Zach Wilson. Yeah, and if, if Carr doesn't go to the Jets, I would think he ends up in the NFC South somewhere, whether it's Tampa, whether it's New Orleans, whether it's Carolina. Carolina maybe. Right, and, then, uh, and, and, and you, don't want, you wonder still as far as uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I know they, uh, they, they cut Mariota today, but I don't know if Des Ritter's the answer. So, you know, we'll wait and see. Maybe they give him another shot, but I think they'd uh, probably take Carr if they could get him. I think Derek Carr still has a big upside. I mean, when you look at the nine years that he played with the Raiders, Rocks, uh, in those nine years combined, 32nd is what the defense ranked, never higher than 20th. So, I, I, look, I know he plays on the offense, and I know through a bunch of interceptions this year, it's great that you got Devontae Adams, but then you couple together that you had Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller miss 15 games combined, so that takes away from that three-headed monster as far as via the aerial circus. And so you rely on Josh Jacobs a little too much, and they have to re-sign Jacobs and then shore up the offensive line. So I don't know if Rodgers is going to be the guy. I know uh, Mark Davis likes to make a splash in a big way, and of course with the Super Bowl being here in Vegas, What's your gut? Uh, what about Jarrett Stidham? Does he come back and, and maybe uh, they go after somebody like a Will Levis, who I've read reports on that a lot of the draft experts are very high on the youngster. We didn't see it so much in college because, you know, he it didn't pan out and he transferred and then, you know, he got banged up a little bit. But there's, you know, some video out and the kid looks like he's got the rocket arm and we know he's pretty mobile. So uh, talk to me. Where do the Raiders go quarterback wise? I wonder if Jimmy G is on the table, considering the Josh McDaniels connection. Right. Um, 
I'm not a Will Levis fan. I saw him play. I had I did one of their his games this year when they played Tennessee, and I know he was banged up. He was in with turf toe for a lot of the year, but look, he's got a rocket for an arm, a strong arm, but he doesn't have. I didn't see him have the touch and the feel. Like he can zip it in there at 100 miles per hour. He's got that, and he can make that throw. But I just. I don't know if he's got the touch on the football that you need to to slide it into these tight windows in the NFL. So I'm a little skeptical on Will Levis. I'm not in the camp, Kenny, that he's the answer. I, look, I could very well be wrong, and I may have seen him on a bad day. But I watched a little film on him getting ready for that game, and I'm just right now I'm not, I'm not a Will Levis believer, to be honest with you. He is Roxy Bernstein at Roxy Bernstein. Follow him on Twitter. Take a break. Come back. Wrap things up. SportsX Radio on a Fat Tuesday. All college basketball final segment. Got some questions as far as uh, potential coaching uh, with Cal, and of course uh, my good buddy Dave Denine saying, "Hey, Mark Madsen to Stanford." Maybe could happen. We'll talk to Roxy about that, but we'll also go rapid fire. Roxy will be here for two tournaments in our Vegas Valley. Of course, at the Dollar Loan Center, it'll be the Big West. KT, of course, Long Beach State, UC Riverside, near and dear to my heart, both those schools. But then again, the Pac-12 at T-Mobile, and that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll ask Roxy, is ASU in now, based on that 60-footer they got from Cambridge to beat U of A, much to the chagrin of our good pal Brian Jeffries. But my buddy Tim Healy was a happy camper. We'll talk about that when we wrap things up. SportsX Radio 101.5 FM KDWN, streaming live on the Odyssey app. If you have not downloaded that sucker, A-U-D-A-C-Y. We'll be right back live from Vegas. See the girl with the red dress on. She can do the ballet all night long. Little Ray Charles coming back on a Fat Tuesday. My dad used to spin that album. Many others. Ray Charles, big Ray Charles fan. As we come back, wrap things up. Uh, Dave Kerstetter, winner of the Vegas Comic and Toy Show tickets, courtesy of my good pal Mark Hoke, my producer. Mark Hoke Show, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. You like professional wrestling, you'll love the Mark Hoke Show. Uh, Roxy Bernstein, my guest. Real quick before uh, we get back with Rox. Uh, Warriors did win that game 123-105. Game stays under the total. Easy cover for Golden State with a big second half. And T-Wolves beat the Clippers in L.A. Game also staying well under. Clips were favored 6.5, but it's the T-Wolves that win it by 7, 108-101. On the college hardwood, two games winding down. One's just ended at the pit, 94-80. to The final, New Mexico beats Fresno State. Game sails over the 142. And San Jose State now up 10, 245 to go. Regulation lead Colorado State, 54-44. Low-scoring game. Uh, San Jose State closing is a 2.5-point favorite, up 10, 245 left in regulation. And on the ice at the Shark Tank, it is a 2-1 to Montreal lead. They've just grabbed the lead with two goals in the third. They just got the second goal uh, there in the third to take a 2-1 lead over the Sharks with 8.50 left in regulation. Rocks real quick. We'll go rapid fire. Terry Holland, who transformed that uh, Virginia basketball program, passing away at age 80, but, you know, getting Ralph Sampson and, and just – just an admirable job there and was an athletic director, closed out his career at East Carolina. But what a class act. And I didn't know if you had ever run into uh, Terry Holland in your early days of college basketball. I never came across him, but you hear people talk glowingly about him. And I know he, he battled up until the end uh, against a disease, and it's sad. And another legendary figure in college basketball we lose, but. It, you hear just all the great stories, whether it is from a Ralph Sampson. You go back in those days in the early 80s at Virginia with the great teams that they had. and He was the architect of those teams and 
just a, a great figure in the history of college basketball. There you go. And Billy Packer, of course, recently passing away as well, 82 years old. How many Final Fours? I mean, just a solid analyst. Uh, your take on Billy Packer? It just He's the voice of a generation, right? He, if he was on the game, it was big, and he knew it. And it, you think about some of the great games he called over the years, and you know, the one stands out to me just because of my friendship with Miles Simon it was when Arizona won the national championship in 1997, and Simon says championship. And But Billy Packer, for years and years and years, was the voice of all the big games at college basketball. And, and just, uh, I, I think, a, a name that's just synonymous with the Final Four and the national championship. No doubt. Miles Simon, one of modern day's finest for sure. All right, my buddy Dave Deneen wanted to know, do you think Mark Madsen goes to Stanford? And also, he's a graduate and played ball at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And he just said, man, the guy there now is 16 and 88 in Big West games, man. So uh, I'm sure they're going to have that job open up. And Shante Leggins, of course, I remember that little guy going into N after uh, that was a game I called at Haas Pavilion with Long Beach State. And Shante Leggins got that little layup after they fouled Antron Lee and uh, no call was made. And Roxy came by and goes, Grinchy, you just got job by the Pac-12, baby. So uh, welcome. Or Pac-10 maybe at the time. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is. But, uh Shante Leggins at Portland, uh, will, would he be a guy because he is a Cal guy that the Bears would look at or because he's struggling there with the Pilots who actually had a good start to the season? Is uh, you know Who's going to get that job if they fire Fox? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I mean, it's, it's a situation. It's an interesting dynamic because of, look, is the university going to be committed? I don't think they've fully supported uh, Mark Fox, and, and you look at all the injuries he's had, he's had to deal with. It's been nuts. What he's, and he's got two more years left on his deal. So I know there's rumblings out there that there a change could possibly be made. Wouldn't surprise me if a change was made. Wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't, uh, just because of his, the circumstance and situation. But it, it really has been a tough go of it for Cal. Certainly, it's been it's at times been tough to watch, Kenny, but. I was watch. I did the game this past Saturday on TV against Washington State. I look over on the bench, and there's four starters that are just sitting there in street clothes because they're not available. And that's unfortunately been the story for Mark Fox this year. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, we'll go rapid fire. Got about three minutes to go. Arizona State, Desmond Cambridge, the sixty footer. Does that solidify them as an at-large bid by knocking off the Wildcats? They played them tough the first time, but they get the win there at the McHale Center. Only the second time Arizona's lost there in a long time. They lost to Wazoo earlier this year that busted a long winning streak. Uh, but that was a big time shot. And ASU played tough. Does Bobby Hurley's team belong in this tournament? Because I think they do. Right now, they do certainly. When you look at not just that win, but what they did the non-conference wins against Michigan, Creighton, uh, neutral floors, they have 10 wins away from home. And that's among the most in college basketball. And there are 20 wins. Uh, not only do they have, you know, certainly the, the huge win at McHale Center against Arizona, but this is a team that went to Oregon and won convincingly. Uh, to me, they're in the field right now. I know Joe Lenardi has them as the second-to-last team in the field right now, especially with that win against Arizona on Saturday, propelled them there. So I definitely think that Arizona State right now is in, but they still have work to do. And, look, it's just a projection right now that Joey Brackett has them in, but they have a tough weekend. they got UCLA Thursday, USC Saturday, then head to Las Vegas in the Pac-12 tournament. 
they, it, it would behoove them to get another win or two along the way. No doubt about it. USC should be in, I think. And uh, uh, I think they're way in the field right okay, now. Okay, good deal. I, I agree there. Arizona, we know, is in. Is UCLA a one seed if they beat Arizona in the finale of Pauly? I think at that point, yeah, they would jump up to the one line. And they could meet again next Saturday in Las Vegas at T-Mobile mm. Arena. But it's going to be interesting. Purdue's kind of hit the skids a little bit. Yep. Um, certainly Kansas is moving up. Uh, Alabama's situation is certainly interesting with what's been going on around their program right now. But And Houston, I think, is definitely deserving of a one seed. But if UCLA ends up finishing strong, if they beat Arizona and beat Arizona State coming up, and as well as win the Pac-12 tournament, I don't know how you keep them off the one line. All right, so I know you got a good relationship with Mark View. Got about a minute. They were able to take out uh, frustrations against St. Mary's, another good, solid team. We know both those teams will be here in Vegas battling with the WCC, and both will be in the field. What about Gonzaga? Can they surprise this year when nobody's really expecting them to go deep into the dance? It's funny how people are looking at this as a down year for the Zags, and they're probably going to be a three-seed, right? But that's where Mark View has taken that program. They're at that level now. And you still have Drew Timmy. My only question with them is guard play. And that's what you need come tournament time is outstanding guard play. And it has been inconsistent for Gonzaga this year. That's my only worry with the Zags. Rocks, you're the best. What game you have this week? I got uh, Arizona State UCLA Thursday. And then Arizona-UCLA Saturday. Oh, man, you got two great ones, man. I'll be watching both. Roxy Bernstein, appreciate you as always taking time out for KT and SportsX Radio. We'll see you when you get to Vegas. God bless, my man. You take care. You too, Kenny. Love that guy, man. One of the best in the business, Roxy Bernstein. And uh, watch those games. He's got Arizona State and UCLA, and then he's got UCLA and Arizona on Sunday, and that'll be a lot of fun. That'll do it for SportsX Radio here on a Fat Tuesday live at Steiner's Pub tomorrow. Thanks to Mark Hoke, my producer. Thanks to you, the listeners. You know the rules. No drinking and driving, no texting and driving. Most of all, God bless our troops. God bless you. Live from Vegas, SportsX Radio, 101.5 FM KDWN, streaming live on that Odyssey app. Archives up in about 20 seconds, in about 20 minutes. And uh, you can just go at SportsX Radio, at Ken Thompson 87. Till tomorrow night at Steiner's. Love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow night. Good night, everybody.